You've heard us talk about the amazing shave we get from Dollar Shave Club razors, especially when we use it with their Dr. Carver's Shave Butter. Well, I'm here to tell you I'm never giving up my membership. In fact, I'm going to add even more Dollar Shave Club products to our daily routine here in the Segura house. Dollar Shave Club makes products for your face, hair, skin, shower, everything you need. They have us looking and feeling amazing. It's all their own original stuff. They only use the finest premium ingredients, and they deliver it to you just like they do their razors. That means no more annoying trips to the store, cruising up and down the aisle. Where the hell is the thing? I got my skin is rough on my face. You don't have to do that anymore. You're just going to get it all delivered right to your house. I use Dollar Shave Club for just about everything they got me covered head to toe. And with gift memberships and e-gift cards available, Dollar Shave Club can help cover the names on your holiday shopping list too. I want you to love Dollar Shave Club as much as I do. So I've arranged for you to try your first month of their best razor along with travel size versions of shave butter, body cleanser, and yes, even butt wipes for just $5. After that, Replacement cartridges shipped to you for just a few bucks a month. It's the Dollar Shave Club starter set. Get yours for just $5 exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash mom. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash mom. And you know what these guys finally resolved for me? I don't travel with a bidet. I travel with my butt wipes. I'm putting the Dollar Shave Club butt wipes in my travel case, you know, like in my backpack. And now I can dump on the road and and feel clean afterwards. Thank you, Dollar Shave Club. Yeah. This episode of Your Mom's House is also brought to you by Whistle. I'm sitting here with my two adorable Brussels Griffons, one of which is in the lineage of an AKC champion. I don't know if you saw that a uh, Brussels won best in show over the weekend. Bitsy and FIFO are here. They're adorable. And it's amazing that we got in touch uh, and, and, and business with Whistle because recently, I think we've told you before, we lost both dogs one day. One day we were here at home and the front door was just open. I don't know who left it open. It probably wasn't me. And our dogs were gone. And an immediate panic set in. And luckily, thank God, we got them back. But soon thereafter, we got uh, with Whistle. And now they wear this totally, you know, discreet, awesome uh, device on their collars. It just attaches there and it tracks them, tells you their exact location, tells you their activity. I'll tell you, Brussels Griffons are not that active. But it gives us a full report. And the whistle's super lightweight, weighs less than an ounce, waterproof, Rechargeable battery lasts up to 10 days. And then, you know, about at that time, you take it off, you plug it in, recharge it. Super easy. It uses GPS and AT&T cellular network to monitor your pet 24-7 anywhere in the United States. When your pet is beyond Wi-Fi range, because you can obviously monitor it uh, via Wi-Fi, the device uses cellular and GPS technology to enable tracking anywhere in the U.S. using AT&T. It's awesome. Listen, you got to try Whistle. You have to know where your pet is. It only takes minutes for this whole thing to come together for you. They use smart technology for everything, um, and you should too. This is the way you're going to do it. Whistle brings peace of mind to pet owners across the nation. For a limited time, all of our listeners can get $25 off a Whistle device when you use our code MOM. 
So go to whistle.com right now. Use our code MOM at checkout. Visit whistle.com today. Whistle, the smarter way to take care of your best friend. Aren't they the best, man? I love my dogs. I don't ever want to lose you guys. I love you even though you bark and I see red and I want my life to end when I hear you bark incessantly. I still love you guys. Are you guys struggling to find the perfect gift for someone who has it all? Holidays are fast approaching. It's time to order gifts for everyone, and you can do it with just the click of a mouse. We have the perfect gift idea for you. We were fortunate enough to receive one of these gift packages from Omaha Steaks. Unbelievable, huge presentation. You open up the box, and there's you know dry ice or whatever it is that keeps it you know, uh, a perfectly temperatured, so you can't, your, your meat stays fresh and awesome. Take it out. And we've been going through this thing. And let me tell you, I want it to never end. And I feel like it's not going to end because they give you, uh, uh, an unbelievable amount of delicious food. Let me tell you about Omaha steaks and how for only forty nine ninety nine you can get the family gift packed. When you go to omahasteaks.com, enter our code house in the search bar. That's 75% off. Use the code H-O-U-S-E. Omaha Steaks offers unique gifts for gourmet food lovers. Over 500 gourmet gift ideas. Great steak experiences at home. They have seafood, tender aged beef, veggies, desserts, appetizers. Unbelievable. Age 21 days to unlock the full flavors of the cuts. Hand-trimmed, vacuum-sealed. Right now. Omaha Steaks is giving an exclusive savings just to our listeners. Listen to everything that you will get for less than $50. Two filet mignon, two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages, four burgers, four potatoes al gratin, four camel, camel, caramel, apple tartlets, one Omaha Steak seasoning packet, plus get four additional kielbasa sausages free. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter our code HOUSE, that's the word HOUSE, H-O-U-S-E, in the search bar and get a 75% savings. It's in the gift guaranteed to be a hit. Thank you, Omaha Steaks. If you guys haven't noticed, Chris Jeansa left town without doing the ads with me, so that's why it's all me. I'm sorry. I know some of you like it to go back and forth. It's just me this week. Finally, this episode of Your Mom's House is brought to you by Stamps.com. It is the busiest time of the year. You don't have a lot of time. You have a lot of things to do. How many errands are you going to run? Listen, you got you to gotta cut out some of the inconvenience where you can. And you know who's going to help? Stamps.com. They're going to save you a bunch of time. No one has time to go to the post office. It's going to be busy, man. You're going to be sending cards and gifts. No, this is what you do. You go with Stamps.com instead. Stamps.com brings all of the services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your fingertips. Buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package, any class of mail using your own computer and printer. Then the mailman picks it up. Stamps.com makes it easy. They'll send you a digital scale that automatically calculates exact postage. Stamps.com will even help you decide the best class of mail every time. Print postage anytime, any day. Stamps.com is always open. We use Stamps.com because they make our life super convenient. They save us money. And right now, 
you too can enjoy the Stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale with no long-term commitments. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in MOM. That's Stamps.com. Enter MOM. Also, a quick shout-out to our favorite mattress in the world, Sattva, the online-only luxury mattress maker. If you are thinking of blowing away someone in your family, someone close to you, I just say that because, you know, a, a mattress gift, you should probably, you should probably be on a first-name basis with somebody. I would go to Sattva, S-A-A-T-V-A, and get a top-of-the-line, out-of-this-world, incredible mattress. Don't spend tens of thousands of dollars. That's what they charge, for real. If you go to a high-end mattress place, it's crazy. These guys eliminate all the nonsense because they have no overhead. There's no store. There's no electric bill. There's no commission to a salesman. All the savings are passed on to you. We've been sleeping on our Sattva now for, I think, three or four years. And Blue Band, our producer, sleeps on their Lumen Leaf memory foam mattress. Absolutely a delight. Check out Sattva Mattress, S-A-A-T-V-A, mattress.com. I like the luxury firm. That's my recommendation. Uh, a reminder that in our store at Merch Method, merchmethod.com slash Tom Segura, the sale continues through the weekend. So if you go to merchmethod.com slash Tom Segura and you use promo code CYBER15, C-Y-B-E-R 15, you get 15% off for the rest of the week. This was a lot of fun. We had the great Jose Coco Diaz in here. Um, there's nobody like him. We laughed a lot. He was fantastic. Thanks. Enjoy this episode. Bye, Gene. All right. Here we are. Happy to be back. Another week. We got some uh, gigs coming up. Um, I just added a show in Phoenix. Stand up live. Where? Fartnicks, Arizona. Yeah, oh, I've heard of it. I added a show Thursday, December 7th. Here's what's going on that week. Um, so far, December 8th, the early show is sold out. Uh, the late show has about 100 tickets left. And Saturday, both shows are sold out. So we added one Thursday, December 7th in Phoenix. After that, it's um, off to Hawaii. Going to do the uh, Performing Arts Center in Maui, December 14th. And the Hawaii Theater in Honolulu on uh, Saturday, December 16th. Get tickets at TomSegura.com slash tour. And uh, yeah, scoop them up before they're gone. Gene, what about you? I'm talking about 2018 now. January 12th, I'm at the Pasadena Ice House. February 2nd and 3rd in Shark Lake Titties, Utah at Wise Guys Comedy Club. February 23rd, the Calusa Casino. And then uh, March 30th and 31st in Portland, Oregon at Herium Comedy Club. So come check me out there. Tickets at Christina P. Online. Nice. And our great guest today, you may know him um, from going to church regularly. And uh, he's, he's gracing us with the first time in years that he's been back on our show. 
It is the great Jose Joey Coco <laughs> Diaz. Wow. Yes. Happening. Good morning. And uh, just to get it out of the way, let people know you're going to be in Sacramento. Sacramento, the 7th, 8th, and 9th. Oh, great. I'm in the same boat as you. Saturday sold out. Friday, first show sold out. So we got two shows left. That's it. They're going to be gone. What venue is this? He's doing the French? Punchline. Punchline yeah, is okay. the best. And, uh, Wheeler Walker, the third, fourth, and fifth. Oh, with old Wheeler. He's doing shows with Wheeler. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. We had no him Vol on Theater. here. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's great. Novo Theater, Observatory in San Diego, and Observatory in Santa Ana. Let's see how comedy and country. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, you know what it is. I don't fuck with Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz. I don't fuck with who? Lincolnton. Oh, Lincolnton. Yeah, I don't fuck with Lincolnton. <laughs> do you still get? Do you still get invitations? Twenty thousand yeah. requests a week. Yeah, me to too. do Lincolnton. It's the same mutts on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Want to be that? Now I got another page I got to work with. So. Do you have a profile on Lincolnton? I think somebody actually just broke down and made one for me. <laughs> Uh, let's get this show started. We're going to open the show, and uh, we'll get into a whole bunch of stuff with Joey Diaz. I'm not talking to you. Why did you abandon this tent? And what do you do? You want it to have a home? You want me to find it a home? Because you're not taking care of it. Don't you look at me like uh, that? What, what the fuck? Gail? What the fuck? Goddamn! Do you think I've been trying to take care of that goddamn cat for two weeks because your fucking ass doesn't do it? This is big time. Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone loving to this. <laughs> your mom in the fucking stand. Well, welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom, Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsi. Welcome to your mom's house. We got the uh, the cat lady here because yeah. Joey is a cat man. You know that? He I, loves cats. I do know that. And How I, many do you have? Seven. Seven. <laughs> he's like, he's a cat whisperer. Like, he really connects with cats. Yeah. I love my babies. Yeah. And this lady right here loves cats, too. She's mad at this neighbor because she's saying that the neighbor is not taking care of the cat, you know? <laughs> yeah. God damn it! I'm sorry. What I'm is the sorry. matter with you? What's the matter with you? You're on I'll my property you. bitching at me over things what? that are not of your concern. I'll tell you what. I'll you know tell you what, what is going to be of your control. I told you, should I get offense because when she comes by your house, she obviously comes by your house and pisses you off, and I asked if that was the no, issue. No, and it is the no, issue because you say that to me. Your goddamn cat. It's you. You're the one that said people should be responsible. And yeah. yeah, you are for your dogs, but you're not for your cat. She's really upset. Yeah. She's saying that he's not taking care of this cat. This is how my mother used to yell at people. Really? Like over a really mundane shit. She'd be like, you fucking motherfuckers. You fucking bitch. The fucking... She hated cats. She would just confront my mother, people like that? All the time. And she hated cats. There was one cat. Uh, we lived in an apartment complex. He used to piss on our, our doormat. 
And she waited for the cat to come and she kicked it. She fucking opened our door and she kicked it down the stairs. Jesus. And it never came back. I guess not. But then though. she'd find the owner and be like, you motherfucker, your fucking cat pieces all over my fucking door, you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her mom played no games. So intense. Her mom played no games, no, no. man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what'd you do, Joey? Does your cat wander into other people's yards? No, they don't let them out of the house. Oh, they're strictly house. Yeah, I don't. I can't sleep at night knowing my little fucks are outside. Yeah, getting attacked by a raccoon or something like that. Now, was it a was it a like a, a thing? For your wife to get used to, like, or was she already into cats too? In other words, no, like, we weren't. When we were together, she had a kitten. That was it. That was when it. When I first started dating, her, she had a kitten. And did you have a cat already? I had Dick. Oh, okay. I don't like cats. I don't, you know. <laughs> really? Yeah, I didn't have any idea. And then when, where we lived in Hollywood, there was a lot of cats. And they were dying in the backyard. So I would wake up in the morning, there'd be three dead kittens. Oh, my God. Fuck. So we started saving them and calling different organizations, and they'd pick them up and feed them. Oh, I didn't and know then, how you got into it. Yeah, them. and then one by one, I started bringing them upstairs, and they became, you know, somebody would go, I'm moving in a month. I want, because they were Siamese, they were gorgeous. Yeah. And they go, I'm moving, save me one. Then they call me back and go, well, my roommate has an elephant, so now I can't have a cat. <laughs> so I get stuck with the fucking cat. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I got stuck with like, like 11, 11 of them at one time. Jeez, what? Dude. And then I found homes for four of them. I had five of them. How would you find homes? Different people, different girls, guys, acting classes, whatever. And then I moved to the valley with six. And I moved to the valley, and there was one that started hanging around the house, just hanging out with me at night. I would get home from the store and whistle, and it would fucking come to me. If I would walk down the corner, it would follow me. Yeah. And the owner came to me one day, and she goes, I can't control her, but obviously you can she pays attention to it. And she got attacked by a possum, hmm. and she couldn't stay outside no more. So a lady just said, just take her. Wow. And she's one Jeez. of my best cats. It's so funny to me. Like, and I don't know why it's like this. Maybe it's like this to other people. Cats, to me, are just... It's not that I have any issue with them. They're like a foreign language to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I don't know how to gauge cats. I don't know what to expect from cats. I never grew up with them. Oh. I've never spent time with cats. So like to me, like a dog feels familiar. Yeah. Like I, I kinda I kinda know what to expect from a dog. I know how to approach a dog. I know, you know, I know dog behavior pretty much, like having grown up with dogs. With cats, I'm always like, I don't know what, what I'm supposed to do. Well, it's all because it's all their rules. I feel like yeah, they yeah. gotta tell you what's up. They tell you what's up, right? You tell a dog what's up, but in cat world, they have to choose you. Like what Joey was saying, yeah. like that cat chose Joey. Yeah. And respect him, and then they, you, they pick a person. What's you know? interesting is that it came to him later in life. Like I would have thought <laughs> right. that he was like growing up with cats. No, but you just figured cats out like no. way later. My friend growing up had a cat. Yeah, that was a fucking guerrero. He was a warrior. Yeah, he was missing an ear. <laughs> yeah. He was missing half his foot. <laughs> his name was Frisky. Uh-huh. And I still remember one particular morning when you know when you get fucked up at your friend's house, yeah, and you wake up the next day and you're yeah. on the floor, yeah. Like I woke up and the window was open and we were freezing, and he was in the window watching a bird in the tree, <laughs> like making that fucking noise. Yeah, I had never heard that noise. I had never seen. Wait, it what's the noise? When a cat sees an animal that's he's about to attack, he'll make weird. Noise. <laughs> oh. Hey. Hey. Oh yeah, it's I've like, heard that. They'll, yeah. rule, they'll, they'll make little weird noises, yeah. 
And an hour later, we got, the mother made us all breakfast and gave us a lecture on why not to drink. And you know, yeah, yeah. look what the, look what's going to happen with you guys. Yeah. Never forget Christina opening the door. That bird was in shambles. Ooh. Like he brought it to us as a gift. <laughs> yeah. Then the mother explains. She's like, I don't know what he's going to bring. He shows up with fucking dead cats, <laughs> birds, squirrels. Good little liked, killer, man. I liked him. Yeah. <clears throat> he wasn't mine, but I liked him. Yeah. And that was my only experience ever with cats. And, and then 30 people, years later? You go to people's homes, they have a cat, the cat jumps on you. Yeah. They show you affection. So yeah. they claw you. You get scared and you push them off. Yeah. That's, that's part of the fear that I had. Yeah, yeah. And then... It's weird. Once you save a cat, they remember that. They 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 remember everything. Yeah. I used to have a friend that go, "Don't fuck with cats because they go into the bed and they write it down and they get you later." <laughs> you know, like just they write it down. It's really weird. I was going through a weird time in my life, and these cats were coming into the house. Yeah. At a time when we both needed each other, like it was the weirdest thing. Yeah. And when I come home at night from doing comedy, they're scattered. But once I go to the office and I make my notes about my set and what I got to do the next day, yeah. once I go in the living room and unwind, they come out one by one. <laughs> and I got to give cute. them all attention and talk to them and ask them what's going on with their world. <laughs> and, seven know. of them. Some of them don't come out. Two of them, you'll never see. The two girls, yeah. Lulu and Evie. Evie lives by the door. So I touch her and touch her on the way in and out. That's my good luck charm. Yeah. She lives by the door. She watches that fucking door. I wonder if I would just go into fits of sneezing and like and weeping if I walked into your place because I have like no. A, I brush them. I really? really keep the gander, the dander down. Yeah, you know, I've been around cats where um, I, I slept at a place uh, in a friend's place. I crashed with her for like six weeks, uh, just out of college, and he had two little cats, and like my eyes would just start to you know water. Yeah. Yeah, and I would just sneeze. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I never, like I said, that was my first exposure. And then they would chase each other in the morning. No. And they would, like, run over my face as they were chasing each other. So I'd have, like, cat scratches on my forehead. Like, right now, you guys have dogs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And a child. You have two of the things that bring you the most love. Oh, my God, I love them. You know, you you just went to Toledo, Ohio. (laughs) Yeah. It fucking snowed. Yeah. Saturday, you were expected to sell out, but then you get to the airport and the flight was delayed. Oh, that's the worst. And then Tom Segura's flight is delayed, and you were supposed to go to Burt Kreischer's birthday party. Yeah. yeah. And you fucking get home, and, and your luggage is lost, and now the Uber driver ain't showing up, and you walk <laughs> in your door, and, and you got to take a shit, and you got to do all these things, but that dog comes up to you, and at first, oh, you really want to kick that dog. Yeah. At first, you want to go, you know what? Do me a favor. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> but he doesn't understand. No. He just wants to give you just this affection, love. Yeah. And yeah. I got to tell you something. When you bend over and just pet him, yeah. all those problems you had that morning, if yes. you're a human being, yeah. they just disappear. It's true. It's the absolute they truth. They just go away for yeah. five minutes. And you pick them up, and you pet them, and they look at you. And for five minutes, yeah, Tom's delayed. Right. We're not going to make birds party, but it all seems a lot better. That's 100% true. It really, even with your child, sometimes you come home, you didn't get the audition, they gave it to somebody else, and, and you pick up your kid and you go, who gives a fuck? <laughs> of course. I don't give a fuck if Ralph's blows up right now. Yeah. Right. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I got my kid. 
Yeah. It's 60 Minutes is on. I know. Yeah. That's what we're both, we're both, uh, three of us are all prefer to be home, I think. Like the three of us <laughs> are like, let's just get let's home. Stay let's stay home. Let's just get home. And yeah. pet our animals and play with our kids yeah. and watch, you know, TV. My yeah. happiest time in life, my happiest moment of the day is when we put the baby down. He's had a great day. He's in his crib. He just fell asleep. Tom and I are laying in bed with the two dogs and we're watching some stupid show. Yeah. Like that's my, that's why I live. Yeah. Everything else is like, meh, I know. It's almost like you live the day <laughs> to get to that moment, right? I know. That's really like, you can, I feel like the, I can feel the clock counting down <laughs> to that moment later in the day. Yeah. You know, like when, when it's 30 minutes away, I'm like, oh, we're going to be in bed. Doing our thing. With dogs, <laughs> watching TV pretty soon. Pretty excited. It's How many so dogs exciting. do you have? Three? We have two. No, two. 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 Yeah. It's yeah. funny how, uh, you know, we all became as comics and when you become a comic, you know, like right now, me and Tom lost a lot of weight because when you become a comedian, you put all your focus into becoming a comedian. Yeah. Health. They got onion rings at the bar. Right. That's yeah. what you'll eat. Yeah. Onion rings. You go back to the hotel room, Doritos. Yeah. Uh, whatever. <laughs> it's, 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 it's It's so weird how we've evolved as comedians, but at the same time, now you're like family. Like Led Zeppelin was great. All of a sudden, Led Zeppelin, the fifth album, everybody started spitting out kids. Yeah. And now the tours got delayed. Yeah. And, and you know, because you're like, wait a second, I got to go out on the road and do what? Uh, I'd much rather just play on the fucking floor with this child. Of course. Whatever the fuck it is. It's, uh. <laughs> yeah, no, man. I know. It's, uh, being home is, it's like, it's the goal now. Like, you just try to, to design your life to yeah. be home as much as you can. Dude. Because the first fucking 10 years, you just live on the road. Yeah. It's, it's just horrible. I mean, Dude, my goal is to just not, first of all, to not wear decent pants. Like, I always want to be in sweatpants, number one. <laughs> like, that's the whole dream. Yeah. And then to be home, as, like, to do as little as possible. Yeah. That's the whole goal for me. Like, I want to retire at 50. Like, I, I always had my a, fucking dogs. I always had a really big respect for you as a woman comic. Oh, and I didn't want to say woman comic as a comic. Because when you were around me, I didn't feel like I had to act any differently, you know? Yeah. So I was very concerned about you. <laughs> When you had your child. You work. You know, I'm so glad you're bringing this up. I was very concerned about you and your career. In fact, Tom and I yeah. had a conversation on a plane that I said to him, how's Christine handling this? Because I have friends like Joe Rogan that they give a fuck about the Mars and yeah. if the world is flat and look at this animal. <laughs> and I, I could give a fuck about that. I, I love humans. Mars. I love the mind. Yeah. Yes, I love me too. human psychology and I love to see the change of people. Nobody. Nobody, nobody changed more than my redneck. You know, my wife is at work. My wife is one of those people that job is eight to five. That's on paper. In her world, it's seven to when the job gets done. Right. You know, my wife is one of those people that, you know, she, you took a job. Yeah. You took it for $10 an hour. You got to do the work. Yeah. If you don't like it, quit. Yeah. But why you make a commitment? They're Americans. Yeah. They're people that my wife had no days off in 10 years as an accountant. She Jeez. never took a sick day, never took a personal day. She took three hours one time when I was doing Coke because I got like an 18 grand check and she wanted to make sure the check made it to the bank and not to my Coke dealer's house. <laughs> it was one of the biggest checks I ever got ever for a residual. She left. She took a train. You know, when my wife had the baby. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> Like my wife said, I'll be there in five minutes to help you cash that check and to put in the proper 
That was the only time in 10 years at the, at the Walt Disney Center. She had the child. She had all this sick time. She had all this paternity time. It was like five months. And I could see her going through paperwork at night, gung-ho about it, and then she had to go back to work. Mm -hmm. And I tried to help her. I tried to, you know, what do I cook, hamburger helper? Yeah. You know, I know how to make yeah. hamburger help with Joey a la coco, mm -hmm. chicken a la coco, chicken cutlets with lemon and, yeah. oh, that's good. and pepper and anything. Joey else. specialties, you know? Yeah, I, I know three recipes. I think everybody only knows three, and right? I saw my wife go from 40 hours a week, this gun loving, toting American who believes in a dollar day, you know, a day's work for a day's pay. I saw her cut her hours to 30, then 25. Then 20, and then she came home one day. She goes, I'm just going to become a consultant. And I go, no, you're not. You're just not going to work. You're 45. This is never, ever going to happen again. Unless for some miracle, God gives me another squirt of good nut juice. Yeah. You ain't, we were lucky we got this little squeeze of nut juice out <laughs> with all the marijuana I smoke. And I saw her transformation. So I was always real interested in Christine's transformation. Yeah. I was very interested in when she got pregnant, how she was going to react to it, and you know, uh, after you have the child. How. So now she doesn't work. Right? My wife. Yeah. I won't. I, I tell her what's the use. Yeah. What she came home two weeks ago with some story about a, a, AFI. Yeah. AFI offered her six figures, and she'll put Mercy at the Catholic school over there. And as we were driving one day, I go take a look at the one on one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is that what Fuck you want at your that. age? Is that what you want at your age? So after no. the five, you got to pick up mercy, and yeah. then drive her home, and then oh, guess who's cooking at six? Chef Diaz, Chef Boyard Dick. Yeah, because I know how to make steakums and or either French fries <laughs> with American cheese on white bread, two steakums, mm. shit. Mm. Steakum, oh, I grew up on that. Yeah, we all did. White trash, it loves yeah. steak. <laughs> white trash. I <laughs> Chef so Boyard Your transformation was, and it's so weird how. It's so funny. You know, I love women that are gung-ho, and one day the uterus calls. Yeah. Once the uterus calls, that's it. That's the biggest call a woman could get. Yeah. Yeah. And everything goes out the window. Everything. Well, that's interesting you say that. I was Because I thought about that the last time I sat down with you when I was pregnant with Ellis, I think, and you, you said to me, don't ever become a woman. Christine, don't ever become a woman. And I was like, wait, what? Like, what What did you mean by that? Because I've literally been thinking about it for like two years. When you're a comic, you're a savage. Yeah. You're not a woman. If yeah. you're on the road with me, I'm not going to try to hit on you, but if we're in a room, I'm going to fart. Yeah. And you're going to inhale it, and I'm going to take my <laughs> shoes off. Yeah. And you're going to smell my feet. And it just becomes a part of your life until one day you become a woman and go, oh, right. Why am I sitting next to this fat fuck? <laughs> Talking about eating pussy and giggling at his dumb jokes <laughs> yeah. and smelling his feet and his breath because you were a comic. Right, so you right. tolerated it. But one day, the uterus takes over and yeah. you're like, why am I sitting next to this criminal? <laughs> why, why, why? Why? What, what is point. What is my... What this am, is a good point. Now I'm thinking, like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Yeah. No. You, God you, damn it. You're a woman now. <laughs> who's a mom and a comedian. Now you got yeah. three ads. Yeah, and now yeah. you have to balance that. That's right. Because if you do get a nanny and go on the road 40 weeks a year to pursue no, your thing, you're going to pay for this in 10 years. Yep. That's yeah. For it's like Penzo commercial. Remember Penzo? Yeah. You could pay me now, you could pay me later. Yeah. So now you're in a tough bind. Now he has to know mommy does comedy 
and it all works out. And if you squeeze out ten weeks, which you'll be, you're gonna walk to the airport those ten weeks. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, how, you know how now, like, all right, honey, yeah. I guess I'll see you on Sunday. Those weeks when you're leaving, yeah. Once he turns four, it's like Tom, fuck you. <laughs> uh, where's your Uber? I'm running to the fucking airport. <laughs> And Sunday, I'm taking the late flight back. Yeah. You and Joe Diaz with that 6 a.m. flight? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm taking the 4 o'clock flight. Well, I'm sleeping late. We talked about this the other yesterday, that the thing that's great about the road now, when, you, when you're a parent, the, really the, the, the moment of it, like the thing you savor... Is that you have no responsibility yeah. while you're there. I'm not on duty for you're not like duty. 48 hours. So you really feel like. Yeah. And, oh, and what we talked relief. about is that the best part is enjoying the hotel room at yeah, that point. It's totally. like, it's watching movies, ordering room service. Sitting in a robe. And like, no, and, and, and like, you know, you, you have all the freedom to just do nothing. Yeah. And, and Friday night yeah. is my favorite night on the road. Thursday, we got to get up for radio. Yeah. Friday, you're not responsible for anything. That's when I go back and I cut my fungi toenail yeah. and I sniff them and I throw them behind the beds <laughs> and you rub out your feet with the thing and, and you scratch deep yeah. into your nutsack. Yeah. Sure. You try to figure out why you have a lump next to your balls. <laughs> That's a t- I got a theory on that. <laughs> you go in like the hotel mirror yeah. and spread your nutsack and you know. Yeah. That's Friday night. Yeah. I love that. I love it. I don't have to get up Friday morning. I get up Saturday morning. I get the Hindu eggs, I get white bread, <laughs> I get some corn, you know, because there's always Indian people <laughs> cooking at the hotels. <laughs> so the Hindu eggs, you wake yeah. up, you go back upstairs and you sleep till like one. That's oh, great. You yeah. get up, you go That's to the gym, you get a little lunch, a little college football. Yeah. You call Tom, how's, how's the baby? Yeah. Great. Oh, you have to see. He walked. That's great. <laughs> I got to go. He walked. Yeah. Great. Good. Yeah. We'll see you Sunday. See you yeah. Sunday. It's well, cool. I mean, look, I have modified my life so that I'm not out nearly as much, no. dude. It's like I'm out 48 hours and then I'm fucking home, dude. So, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't do as much bullshit. And you find that you don't need to do. I don't fucking need to do Wednesday through Sunday, bro. Like, it's not even going down. I don't even fucking do Sundays uh, because of you, actually. The Lord's Day. That's, Fuck that's you. what I'm saying. Fuck you. I'm home, bro. Like, I'm fucking here with my kid, all my husband, my dogs. I think you inspired a whole generation of people <laughs> to cut Sundays. I saw a lot of <laughs> they, they should call it like the Diaz. I saw a lot, of, the, I Diaz, saw a lot yeah. of divorces. Yeah. Yeah. I saw people disenfranchised. And really think about what you get on a Sunday. Mm. I want you to really think what you get on a Sunday. What kind of piece of shit okay, goes out on a Sunday? Okay, 20 years ago, we got people that padded the room on Sundays. Yeah. Because yeah. nobody would come to see us on a Sunday. We were opening for Joe. Joe would leave on Saturday, and I'd be the asshole that stays Sunday. Yeah. And try to sell tickets by myself. And then ask myself why I was doing it. Even though I was single, when I got off the coke, I realized something. That no matter, even though I was a comic, I'm still a man. Yeah. And even though I was single and I had a girlfriend and I had no responsibility to her, there's nothing replaces Sunday dinner. Yeah, I agree. Yes, nothing absolutely. replaces Sunday dinner. Nothing replaces Christine, pass the potatoes. Tom, what's going on? Nothing. Nothing. Your kid. I don't give a fuck what you do Sunday night. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if Sunday night you go to a strip club and stuck your tongue up a stripper's asshole. Right. Right. But there's nothing like Sunday dinner with your family. It's true. Whether it's a girl that you date, and that's it, because it's not worth the paper. Yeah. That, no. that extra little paper you're gonna get, you're gonna lose that girl. 
And 10 years from now, what are you going to do? Sundays are so depressing to spend on the road. It is, it's absolutely, it's, worst. it's a bummer. As a feature act, it used to kill me. Yeah. To wait all oh, day. You wait. It's the God. thing is you wake it's up. 7 o'clock know. show, oh. and then you miss that red eye. Yeah, you can't By do it. By 20 minutes. You yeah. always met, like if you do Vegas. Oh, you ever get a call Vegas. to do a college in Vegas, yeah. and the show starts at 9, and you're like, I'm going to go home. There's no flights after 8.35 that leave late. Phoenix, same thing. Yeah. You get like an early show in Phoenix, try to leave early on Sunday night. Can't do it. You miss the flight by 20 fucking minutes. It's the worst. Every fucking airline misses it by 20 minutes. So you know what? Let's uh, just stay home on Sunday. Yeah. That's right. I love getting home early Sunday, taking a nap. By the time I wake up at 2, they're alive and kicking. Yeah. Yeah. I got her all day. You know, we play. Yeah. Sunday. No, Sunday's the best feeling especially coming off of work like coming off of shows to come home sunday have a sunday at home yeah and i make sunday dinner it's the best we do sunday treats i don't fuck with lincoln <laughs> no, don't fuck you know with lincoln my agent there. he's always like you don't like going on the road do you you hate it and i'm like of course i fucking hate it i did it for a decade i've been done the road bro now yeah. he knows like yeah. but now my deals are better yeah right because i'm like i'm fucking doing it dude until my deals are and rad. that's also a joey diaz create... lesson because yeah. Yeah. before you were even moving tickets I remember, like, we were all, you know, like, lucky to get work, basically, right? Sure, like, we of course. And this is, like, six, seven years ago, and no, no, none of us were moving tickets. And then I'm talking to Diaz. I'm like, yeah. He goes, are you doing Sunday shows? And I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I don't do them. And I go, like, how do you not do them? He goes, you just tell them no. And I was operating <laughs> from a place of fear. Of course. Like, how, what if you tell them I won't do it? He's like, then you, what if they don't give you the work? He's like, then you don't do it. That's right. But then he said it no so much that then they're like, all right, here's your Thursday through Saturday. And I was like, yeah. how can you get it? <laughs> That's or, all you have to do. Or I'll do it no. the old-fashioned way. Oh, you want to fuck with me? <laughs> I'll book the Sunday. Threaten me with a Sunday, and I'll take it. But I guarantee I get a De Niro movie that Monday. Oh, right. And I'm going to have to leave on Sunday, and then you're fucked. Because yeah. I'm not going to drop it on you till Friday, Rob Schimmel style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, years ago, nobody remembers this. Rob Schimmel had Thursday through Sunday at the Improv for like six months when Rob Schimmel was hot in 98. Yeah. But they created this show called like How to Marry a Millionaire or something. And yeah. the one guy was a comedian. And he was a comedian from the early 90s who used to light his pants on fire. That was his opener. And what he, opener? And he would go, Where do you go after that? And he would go, is it hot in here or is it me? <laughs> and, you know, he was a funny comic yeah. and stuff. That's but it revitalized his career. So what did the improvs do? They gavones. They took everybody's Thursday away and they gave it to him. So Shimmer would go, okay. You know what time Shimmer would cancel on Friday? <laughs> like 6 p.m.? <laughs> Two in the afternoon. Oh. You want to fuck with my Thursday? Yeah. I'll fuck with you Friday. So he'd cancel on him. He did it three weeks in a row. They never fucked with him again. <laughs> he was a bad motherfucker, man. He, I didn't know he was like that. Dog, he, he yeah. canceled overnight with a fax. Dude. So they'd wake up on 8 o'clock. They'd get to the, con to the improv on Friday, sold out. Shimmer just canceled. It looks like you're headlining, Joey. Good. <sighs> yeah. That's the way it is. And I bumped into him at an airport once. And he goes, sometimes you got to teach them a lesson. And who know, who know the fuck they're dealing with. They want to sell you out for money. They'll never sell you out for money again. 
He was a smart, savvy, kind, funny guy, Robert Schimmel. And Hungarian. And, and Hungarian. Hungarian. Yeah. You know, we, we live in a, uh, we've been, we were robbed for 15 years. Right. You ever get a check now and you look at it and yeah. you go, remember when we used to ask them for $200 more <laughs> and they told us they didn't have it? Yeah. And now they're giving us this check, you know, yeah. whatever. We got robbed. Yeah. So now, you know. They he, said they really would do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and, can or I get hotel threatened room. to cancel you? We can do or hotel rooms. Or, yeah. You know, they did a lot of kinky yeah. shit. So now, they, even an old dog gets a warm spot on the sidewalk at one time or another. Yeah. So now you got to fucking pay the, the, the freight, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay the freight, bitch. That's true, and they all true. complain. The club owners are like, "What? I mean, wh- how how come they these big acts they turn into dicks? It's like what happened?" And I go, well, "What happened is you guys treat us like dog shit on the way up. Yeah. Now there's no fucking love left, bitch, because yeah. you've been kicking us for ten years. Yeah. So when you're at the top of the food chain, it's time for you to get yours. Yeah. Because you treat us like shit for so. We many learn years. how to be assholes from you. From you. you. Go buy a car. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, when you go buy a car now. They give you two options. They give you, when I sold you a car, whenever I sold you a car, I just didn't sell you a car. I brought you back a purchase number and I brought you back a lease number so you could see both options. Yeah. We have the same option now. Yeah. You can either take care of us at the club or we'll go to the theater across the street. I won't make as much money as I will at the theater, but I'll teach you a fucking lesson. Yeah. Yeah. So you better keep, you, you sell a lot of cheeseburgers in Joey's on stage. Everybody smokes reefer at a Joey D's show. Yeah. So don't come to me with there's no ghee that's left. There's ghee that's left. Yeah. And I want it. Yeah. And if I don't get it, I will sit at home. Yeah. And then, then, then that's it. And that's just the way it is. Yeah. No, I know. They, they really do fuck you hard. So hard. hard. And I don't yeah. want people at home to think, oh, well, these guys are whining. No. No. I want you to think. And, and, and listen, it works also when you're a, a mason. If I become a mason tomorrow. And I come to Christina, I go, Christina, I want you to teach me how to be a mason. She's going to teach me for 10 bucks an hour how to be a hard carrier. Hard carrier is stocking the masons, knowing how to put 16 bags of sand and making cement and making sure they all have cement. They'll give me a raise every six months to another $2 or whatever the fuck it is. But then they're going to come a time when they're going to go, I'm sick, jump in. And now I'm laying brick and I'm doing everything but they're still paying me the short 10 yeah right and they're charging 22 for me right do you follow me yeah, so they're charging 22 on the bid so this happens in every occupation that's right sure. you know not just comedy I don't want if this happens in plumbing yep. where for two years you're getting fucked in the ass yeah they're, they're going Christine how you doing uh, we're leaving you here today and you're like yeah Wait a second. Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. You're in charge of Tom and Joey today. Make sure the pipes are up yeah. while the wiring is pulled. And so for two years, you get fucked doing that too. Yeah. yeah. Because he's out golfing and you're getting, he's <laughs> yeah. getting the, the, you know. That's right. true. It's like any apprenticeship. Any I mean, apprenticeship. even to become like a doctor, right? You're broke for the first, what, decade. Yeah. You're a student, you're doing your rounds, and then you graduate, and now you're a practicing physician. I think in our occupation, the graduation moment, it's not as clear. There's like a gray area where all of a sudden you're moving tickets, and yeah. now it's like, and you have to fight for your graduation, is what it is. Sure. You have to assert yourself. 
I mean, what's that great story? Who's the guy on the sitcom? He's super famous now. G- Gardell. Billy Gardell. Oh, Billy Gardell, yeah. He, uh, he was talking to somebody, and this is like right when he became really successful. He goes, yeah, man, those $1,800 weeks, am I right? Like he was still doing them. Right, even as the, he was doing television. That's right. Yeah. So he didn't assert himself for the raises and for yeah. the, the yeah. graduation, you know? Yeah. It was so, it was so crazy. 1800 yeah. and he's like a big star. Yeah. But I mean, now <laughs> he's, he's making way more. Of fun. course, yeah. yeah. But um, good for him. He busted his ass for a long time. Hell yeah, absolutely. He's a funny that guy. Guy was always on like the side end. He was always put on a good show with a shitty sidekick. Yeah, who would take down the show. He had twenty chances. He was unlucky. Yeah, you guys don't remember. He had the NBC show with the black kid that was not funny. Twenty million black people <laughs> that are funny. They gave him the unfunniest black guy in the world to work with. <laughs> the unfunniest black guy. Everybody, everybody's funniest black. <laughs> they gave him a guy that couldn't be funny if his life depended on it. It's so true. Um, there are so many funny black people, Joey. It's very true. Uh, so, going, bud? I'm trying to pick up my pen. Mm. So uh, Thanksgiving. Was um was a blast. We had we hosted at our house. We had people over. Um, we basically didn't do any work, but it was totally worth it. It's great. Um, they outsourced all the to the Hindus to have them cook for us. <laughs> and then um, I did the Wilbur or the Wilbur the Will turn on uh, on Saturday. Yeah, it was amazing. Amazing, so super fun. Thanks to everybody here in LA that came out to the show. Um, also, this is one thing that came in a lot over the weekend was, um, are you going to 69 at 69? So, <laughs> so we did this thing. My dad turned 70 uh, earlier this year. Oh, this is my favorite thing now. we had a big family reunion. And my mom, you know, my mom was in Florida. Yeah. That's when you went to Florida. I went to yeah, Florida. My mom's Peruvian, and she doesn't, she's not up on any of the lingo or anything. So at this big dinner, I asked my mom, I said, you know, dad's <laughs> turning 70 tomorrow. Are you going to 69 him tonight? And she was like, what? <laughs> She didn't understand. So we would all laugh and make and just joke about how, you know, just just make fun of her, how naive she is, right? So we told people on our podcast that you should do the same thing. Ask your mom if she'll 69 your dad when he turns 70. And they've been doing it and videotaping the reactions for us. I might so pass out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play, play a few of them. For example, the, the milestone, like your 70, 70th birthday, right? Yeah. So when Tracy's about to turn 70, um, <laughs> his last night of being 69 years old, um, would you 69 him? <gasps> oh, shit. No. Hell no. No? No. <laughs> Tracy, you look a little stone cold in the face there. Mom, do you think when Danny's about to turn 70... Do you think to celebrate, you guys are like 69? <laughs> 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 there it is. Why would you even ask that? <laughs> That's Zach. The first That's one was Austin one. from Florida. Here's uh, Josh and Sarah. I just had a question. This is a prayer. Before we about do the to- prayer, <laughs> Thanksgiving, for mom and dad. Stop it. Mom. On the night before Chucky Pops turned 70 years old, are you guys going to 69? Yes. Absolutely. We 69 just before you got here. <laughs> I hope Ayanna doesn't know that. Well, we'll, like, 
That piece of meat looks good. It does. Holy shit. I just hope that butt plays still in play then. That's a She's mortified. Yeah, mom doesn't even know what the hell happened. Here's uh, Riley. Hey, mom. <laughs> Mama. Dad. Um, when you turn 70, are you going to let mom 69 you? <laughs> like the day before you turn 70? Let mom 69 me? Yeah, mom, are you going to 69 dad before you turn 70? Of course. <laughs> she was funny. She got it. Yeah, she got it. Here's Maxwell. Hey, mama. <laughs> hey, mama. When, um, uh, when dad turned 69, on dad's 69th birthday, are you guys going to 69? <laughs> you gonna? Why would you do that? Are you gonna? Are you gonna sixty nine on your sixty nine birthday, Dad? <laughs> we even got uh, a Spanish submission. Oh, yeah. Quiero hacer una pregunta. Quiero hacerte una pregunta a ti. A ti. Puedo hacerte una pregunta. Okay. Si tío, right? Vamos a decir, va a cumplir setenta años. El día antes que cumpla setenta años. Que es 69 Para cele celebrar 70 años Tú vas a hacerle 69 contigo Ni ahora te vas Respeten a María Paula, por Dios ¿Lo va a hacer? Sí ¿Qué dijo? ¿Qué dijo Joey Díaz? She said, my pussy flip, my pussy lips will be too long. They'll be hanging down, covering your eyes. That's what you do when you bang after like 50. You just take the pussy lips and put them over your eyes like you're flying on jet blue. And you lick that little muffler. Hey, Mom. You think you two are going to be together when, when you turn 70? Wait, what? Are you guys going to still be together when he turns 70? Night before his 70th birthday, you guys gonna 69 one last time? <laughs> Keep him high and tight. Keep high and tight. Oh, oh my god. That was hilarious. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. She goes, Why does it have to end? Six yeah, nine yeah. said that's yeah, hilarious. Why one last time? That must, think that about must. that when you see old people if they're still fucking. All the time. I think yeah. about it a lot. I think about it all the time. You know what I Me also too. think about? Like when you see Gross. some old lady, what if she was like the most prolific dick sucker? Like yeah. earlier. Like you assume like Oh, she's an old lady. Yeah. She might have been like, I used to blow the whole block. Yeah. Like, like guys used to just drain their nuts. Yeah. Them. But you just assume because she's old that she doesn't have any, you know, yeah. sexual history, you know? But she might, well, obviously. Or even my friends that are moms now. Do I have this one friend in college that was such a fucking whore? Like, just everybody oh, dumped yeah. clips in her. And now she's super mom. She's got two kids. She's always on Facebook, like, posting the activities. Like, I'm like, dude, you were such a fucking whore. Like, I think of all the jizz inside of her. Yeah, it's got to be a lot. Yeah, like, ugh. It's not even the same person now, though. No, I know. But that's the thing is that she's going to, you know, a few years later, right, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, and one day she'll be just like a nice old lady, and someone will be like, oh, watch your mouth in front of her and don't say <laughs> Right. And then you'll, be, you'll walk up and be like, oh, I've known this horse since she was... <laughs> yeah. 18, every guy, every guy on the fucking, uh, on the block got a chance to ride yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you think about your grandma, like 
She sucked so many dicks. Yeah, she might have, you know. She sucked your granddad's dick. For sure. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> but it's crazy how my friend's mom, uh, my friend's dad died about two years ago. And I talked to him a lot. Him and I were always tight growing up. And I always asked him, how's your mom? And he goes, my mom's a different woman. He goes, because my dad was 15 years older than she was. And she married him when she was 20. Mm. So now he, she went into an old folks home. And he goes, his mom, they go out on dates. You know, the mom, like, it's a complete. He goes, there's days I don't talk to her. Yeah. Mm. She goes to Atlantic City. She goes, she went to see Hamilton. <laughs> you know, they, they have these lives at yeah. 70 where they got to be doing something. Sure. And with Viagra, and if you've got a good heart, you're still fucking. I just can't imagine what a pussy looks like at 70 and what it would smell like. If it smells dusty, or I saw one. I've at, seen an old one. I saw did one you? at eighty-four. I saw hundred. What it looked like? It was pretty. It was pretty gnarly. Wait, how did you see an eighty-four? I went and watched a surgery. Uh. Um, I was doing this research paper on surgery, like just the history of surgery, and they let me go to the hospital, and then they're like, "You're going to witness all these, um, uh, you know, OBG." Uh, surgeries today, and I was like, oh, "Okay, wasn't surgeries. Even the very first one, they're like, we're going to remove a cyst from this old lady's puss," <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay," and they're like, "Make sure you don't talk about it because she's awake," you know. Oh. And I was like, "Oh, okay." And then they post you up right underneath her spread legs. <laughs> they undrape it and they go in there, and there's like a softball-sized cyst inside uh. of her, and they pop it, and it's shooting puss out and, and everybody's like holy shit and actually it was a good thing that they reminded us not to say anything because your natural instinct was just to go like what the fuck yeah. you know but we all, everyone kind of kept be all fuck fuck her pussy's fucked up <laughs> but yeah uh. it, was, it was gnarly man it was yeah it was beat up um, well I've seen a hundred year old lady when I was in high school I did Christian service hours and we had to change this lady for her hundredth birthday and I took off her dress and I saw her labia hanging out through her underwear. Like one of them was hanging out of her panties and they get real hangy. The yeah. lips get like, yeah, lips get hangy. yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what did dick and balls do when they at a hundred, they got to really hang. I'm 54. It's no fucking beauty queen. No <laughs> yeah. more. When I was 30, I had a nice looking dick. It was veiny. It was tight. It's veiny. The turtlenecks all fucked up now. Now the balls have got a really. Yeah, what are your balls like? Oh, my balls are just. Are they in the water? Are they in toilet water? Uh, (laughs) Well, I've always had naturally fucking big balls. Yeah, yeah. Now they're just. But the dick looks like Frankenstein's forehead (laughs) from not wearing underwear. Yeah. And having uncircumcised. I quit my helmet on the. Zipper, <laughs> so I've got a thousand of those scars on my dick. It's, I would never show my dick to a young girl. Yeah, like if a twenty-year-old said, "I really want to suck your dick," it would be traumatizing for you. Sure, yeah, it's bad enough you're gonna suck a dick. <laughs> never mind a fifty-four-year-old dick. Like anybody who sucked Harvey Weinstein's dick, uh, oh man, they're really gonna burn and Listerine. <laughs> Don't yeah. take that dick taste out of it. <laughs> oh. They're heroes. God. I, I can't nasty. wait till he comes out with all the tapes of the women that did suck his dick. Because he ain't that stupid. He's creepy. You think he's got tapes? Oh, yeah. He's yeah. got like a young Angelina Jolie drinking blood and sucking dick at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> 
slit in her arm and suck on his dick, you know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He really is Gollum, though. Yeah. That guy is yeah. a fucking nightmare. He I really mean, is. But then bad. again, you know, parts in a movie kind of worth it, so. Dude, do you want, um, do you remember a few weeks ago I played you, uh, one of our listeners calling into like this nerd fucking news show. Oh, right. The dad boners. And, and going like, uh, keep it high and tight. And these yeah. two fucking nerds were like, keep it high and tight. So yeah, like, it's yeah. like a catchphrase from our show. And they're calling these two guys and these guys keep reading it on their news show. Like their <laughs> fucking make believe good morning America style show. It's like a local. Yeah. Like these. Justin. Two. Hey guys, this is my favorite part of the day. Watching from work. Really? Keep them jeans high and tight. <laughs> there's, there's our every, buddy again. Every time, Justin. Why, he gets you every time. Yeah. Okay, so, so wait, these, this is live at 13 ABC Wham. Right. Where's Wham? Uh, I think it's in Rochester, New no, York. No, the guy on the left, you can tell he sucked the dick. <laughs> he fell into a dick patch one day. <laughs> well, how do you, do you have to get the shirts tailored to be that tight around your biceps? Oh, he's doing that on purpose, for sure. Right, like yeah. that's what uh, Ryan Gosling does, too, yeah. I noticed. But this guy, his shirt's normal. Yeah. And he gets them tailored tight. Right. Well, the guy on the left wants you to know what's up. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, Justin's checking in from work. Hope you guys are having a great and eventful day. <laughs> Keep them jeans high and tight. <laughs> so there you go. It's a, it's a, it's a second, second time, right? Yeah. Um, then let's go back for more. Uh, Rochelle likes your jeans. Oh. <gasps> yeah, people are liking the jeans. Mm-hmm. They're wearing jeans today. said they're a little short. Uh, Justin, hey guys, I love your shirts. Hope you guys have a great day. Keep them jeans high and tight. Justin, we are wearing jeans today, and actually, his are a little high. That's my concern. These are Can not high. Your jeans. No, not on your waist. Oh, Go boy. Down. They're a little short. Tilt down. Carmen, what are you? What's going on? They're a little, oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got, got the dad sneaks on, too. He's got too. the flood fucking pants on. Yeah, when he sits down, it looks like his dick is strangled, too, in these pants. Yeah. He's got the European tighties on. <laughs> Hungry butts. Yeah. Dick is strangled. Yeah. Hey, uh, Justin, checking oh, in pink, from work. Love pink day shirts. today. Hope you guys have a good day. <laughs> no, Keep that guy definitely sucked a couple of days. <laughs> well, you know, the guy says nice stuff. So we're going to read your little line. I'm going to read it line. every day. As every, long as, every time as, you, long as you compliment us. We're going to say your line. I will say your line. So then, okay. Jesus, then like double fag. They, they catch on. <laughs> That's, yeah. Oh, they're catching on, They yeah. catch on on this next one. Jeez. And then they, they, they take jabs at us. Oh. But they do it in like the hackiest, <sighs> fucking lamest way. So yeah. like they don't say who we are, but they do. Here, I'll just play it for you. Okay. Hey, Justin Elo's back. He's our guy. We, uh, should, yeah. we should talk to Justin. It's we white should. shirt. We've heard about uh, Justin's efforts. Yes. Both ties are on fleek. Hope you're having a great day. Keep them mommies high and tight. Mm-hmm. We know about your mommy. We do. We know all about your Justin. mommies, Justin. Not one mommy. You got two mommies. Mm-hmm. You got two quasi-entertaining people on a podcast in I feel California. like they sit in a basement. And I emphasize oh, basement. quasi. Mm-hmm. I found uh, little humor from these comedians. Yeah. At least, you know, we could be unfunny, yeah. but we are not uh, we comedy gurus. We don't claim to be funny. We don't profess to be uh, funny no. at all. Uh-huh. We just are. We don't just profess are. to have any talent. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Speak for yourself. But anyway, the mommies do, and uh, we appreciate them ridiculing us. Yeah. Gurus. We don't claim to be funny. We don't profess to be uh, funny no. at all. We just are. We don't profess no. to have any talent. <laughs> That's right. Speak for yourself. But anyway, the mommies do, and uh, we appreciate them ridiculing us on yeah. their show. Hey, it's fun. Hey, it's fun. Oh, okay. these guys are fun. Yeah? Huh. Okay. 
No, the mommy. I feel like this uh, is their their style of humor is like <laughs> make a brunch and get over it. That's that's their jab. Their base. This yeah. is our basement. I think that this studio is probably nicer than theirs. Oh, Fuck this yeah. Wait, <laughs> like, are you fucking this basement me? that a guy that scored major films? <laughs> yeah, built in our basement. All right, guys. Well, uh, you know what? You are very funny. Um, at Wham. 13. How did they coordinate? Do you think they talk? They call each other in the morning and they coordinate the <coughs> outfits. Probably the shirt colors and the ties and stuff. Yeah, I think they probably do. Um, I know that that they have, uh, like he said, they're just naturally funny guys. <laughs> and I feel like the nice thing would be if they heard about how funny they are. So what That's I would a good tell idea. you, Justin, is, hey guys, this is my favorite part of the day. You know what? Why don't you hit these guys up <laughs> and and tell them? So this is Scott here. <laughs> Scott Hetchko and Hetchko. Matt Malloy. Yeah. I mean, live at 13 Wham. Yeah. Wham. 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 He's a, uh, he's, oh, here we go. So he's at Scott Hesko. Okay. H E T S K O. H E T S K O. So, H-E-T-S-K-O. Tell him, tell him, be like, <laughs> dude, we were watching your, your show with Matt. You are so fucking funny. You're the funniest guy. We have, I thought I knew comedy yeah. until I watched. Live at 13, wham. And now I know what funny is. Now I laugh. <laughs> you and Matt are two true comedy pioneers. You don't even have to claim to be funny. We're watching your show, and you guys are just that naturally. Let funny. them know. Let's slick the mommies on them. Let them know. Just remind them. I mean, tell them. You guys are, your studio looks great, and you're really fucking funny guys. So <laughs> make sure you tell them that they, they're hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. They're funny guys. Yeah. I almost feel kind of, I almost feel bad for them. Like, they're just, they're such boners, you know? Yeah, they are. They're pretty bad. Um, no, but they're doing their Rochester thing. And uh, <laughs> you guys keep doing it, man. We're proud of you. You're very funny uh, guys. jeez. Speaking of boners, um, we see sometimes people get excited about shit that I don't think you should get excited about. And we kind of call them, we call them dad boners. Like, this guy uh, gets excited about you know, the Trans-Canada Highway, okay? Just to give you some reference. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, here we are. Whew. This is the Trans-Canada <laughs> Highway, baby. And like, what do you think of that guy? He's out of his fucking mind. <laughs> He's never fucked outside the stationary position. If he had a 69, he'd have a heart attack. Doesn't it drive you crazy? How, but one man's chicken is another man's fucking yeah. lobster. Yeah, yeah. So you have to look at it from that. You know, it's like when you take your kid to go see uh, SpongeBob. Look at their face. Yeah, their face is fucking. This is God. Yeah, you know he's some dude making eight bucks an hour. Right. Yeah. Flunk the college degree, but <laughs> yeah. the, you know it's, it's kid, so yeah. weird. Like it is weird. What something? It's like when people come up to you and go, I want to show you pictures from my vacation. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Mm, yeah. You know what the best thing you did this morning? Not offer me a tour of your house. I don't want to see your fucking bedroom, all right? Yeah. yeah Leave it boring. to yourself. Let's yeah. see the living room. Let's see the TV. You invited me over for breakfast. Where's those eggs you were talking about? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People want to show you shit that you don't really want to fucking see. Yeah. That's totally true. Nothing drives me crazy in that. Yeah. I can't see without my glasses. <laughs> yeah. So when you show me a picture of your trip to the Grand Canyon, yeah. I can't see it. People, I have to lie to you. Do people show you pictures? Oh, yeah, they drive me fucking crazy. You know, remember when you didn't have kids? 
Yeah. Like somebody sent you a Christmas card. Oh, with who a cares? picture of their ugly kid. Oh, I hate and you were like, And the report on the year. Oh. This year. Now I yeah. read them. Yeah. And now I put the picture of the kid up on the wall. Yeah. Because I hope they do the same to me. Yeah. You know, it's so weird mm. how things change. We were talking about change last night. Yeah. How who we were 15 years ago and who we are today. That's why I don't mind getting called out on a mistake I made. Right. But you can't call me out on something I did 15 years ago. Yeah. Right. Because we've all changed in 15 fucking years. Yeah. That, you know, you want to call me out because when we were shooting a student film, Christine, in 1998, I smacked your ass. Give me a break. Yeah. You're going to ruin oh, right, my life right. because yeah. I smacked your ass. Even though you had hot pants on <laughs> and we're talking about how hot your, your friends say your hat is, <laughs> your ass is. How many times have you gone to a set and people are acting fucking totally, totally fucking wrong? Yeah. yeah. Even the women are acting totally wrong. You know, so that's what's pissing me off about what's going on lately. We all fucking change. Yeah. 15 years ago, who the fuck knows? Would I have to take my dick out in front of Christine and whacked off? No. But would Christine wait to see if I've ejaculated? No. Christine would have left. <laughs> who sits around and waits for cum to come all over your stomach yeah. and for you right. to sit there? <laughs> <laughs> Christina wouldn't have waited. Fuck no. no. Christina would have kicked me in the stomach and ran out of there. Yeah. I yeah. know this for a fact. Yeah. Christina, yeah. hold on. Let's discuss comedy. I really like your podcast. Yeah, I get the what fuck out of What are you doing, there. Joey? Yeah. I want to show you a, a little bug under my dick. No. Yeah. Well, you know no. how many guys I've seen jerk off in public? No, you haven't. A lot. No, Growing since I was up, 12. Yeah. Yeah. Where? I've seen guys jerk off in church. I've seen guys jerk off um, under freeway Dude, underpasses, in our, when buses. We in, the, in the South Bay on Redondo in front of our house. In front of our house. A guy parked his car. Homeless sorry, guys in front of banks. I'm telling I've seen, but, but how many of them do I watch and finish to completion? Fucking zero yeah. point. Zero. 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 That's you know what I'm saying. You can turn around and get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Or call the cops. I call the cops on that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's everywhere. It's. I've jerked off in my car <laughs> once or twice. Well, yeah. You mentioned that one time on that when great I was coke. Doing coke. Yeah. I, was doing coke. <laughs> I had nowhere to go at night. You got to come down. Yeah. But I think one time our next girlfriend called me. And she was telling me about her asshole and all this shit. Yeah. And I got so hot in the 405, I had to take that penguin out and beat it in the HOV lane. It counted as a third passenger. <laughs> if the cop pulls me over, what is your second passenger? Right here between my legs. Here he is, alive and kicking. <laughs> you nasty as hell, Joey oh, Diaz. You got to whack off. You nasty. Time time oh, car. my God. Oh, you're gonna come well, the key is to you. keep Make driving. Make get over it. Michael Brett, do you think those guys, 69, the two newscaster dudes? one of them wants a 69 for sure. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, the dude with the pink shirt? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll suck my asshole like a fucking chicken wing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, <sighs> oh, man. Oh, oh God. Yeah. You're, how do you say I don't know if I'll suck his pipe. Rectum. Rectum. This guy here gets real excited about this. Today we are celebrating something very special. My daughter's BFF is losing a tooth. In the most glorious and one-of-a-kind ways. It has never been done before. I've done my internet research. Okay, so this is the plan. Dad, after can we drink some? Yes, of course. This is non-alcoholic carbonated cider in a champagne bottle. We are going to remove a tooth by celebrating I don't like by removing already. the tooth. Okay. What the fuck is he doing? He's going to pop the cork, and that's going to take the tooth out. Because he tied it to the tooth. No, I don't like this at all. Oh, it's all right. 
It's nothing. Watch. Open all the light. Two. One. It's just gone. Watch. No, that's it. It works! Oh my gosh, guys! Look at this nerd get so excited. <laughs> yes! I did it again! I did it again! Did you feel anything? Who else feels that rush of energy? Who else thought that was gonna work? Everybody look this is one of those guys You can talk about just sucking your dick At the park one day You're like come here for a second Let me talk to you about something I want to pop a bottle with my dick Let me suck your dick The poor daughter's embarrassed She's like my dad's such a dick sucker I mean you can just tell He's a total dick sucker Yeah, he's. God damn it man He's done some a lot of questionable shit Yeah Who else feels that rush of energy yeah, all the kids are like, the fuck are you talking about? And dude? I have to say, as a woman, that does make my pussy dry. Yeah. We are like, this guy's yeah. such a... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did it This is the kind of guy <laughs> that finds those two news guys funny. Yeah, you know? that's the demographic. That's his demo. Does he live in Rochester on Wham? On Wham. Wham. I like Rochester. Do you? I like been Rochester, there too. Syracuse, Buffalo. It's nice. Part of the country. It's pretty. There's stuff about it, you know. When, what do you like about it? <laughs> it's the cold. People are different. Yeah, I, I've always been a big fan of Buffalo. Something about Buffalo, I like the people. I took a guy on the road this year from Buffalo all year. Well, yeah, cool guy yeah. with the radio. Yeah, yeah, Josh Potter. Yeah, you know, great guy, great yeah, guy, Josh Potter. Great yeah, he's guy. Great. He, he loves. That's you right, because he's worked with you too. Yeah, I love yeah. Josh Potter. He's, he's great. Dude. He's a. He, he looks like some. He looks like a young Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> he could jerk off in the movie theater, but you wouldn't give a fuck. Even Pee Wee, he jerked off in the movie theater. He didn't yeah. bother nobody. Yeah. He didn't bother anybody. Yeah, if it happened now, I wonder if his career would be as over. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel like that's nothing compared to today's. Uh, standards. We got a six fingered answer. Hey, Hitlers. I'm just a black guy that got out of jail and liked to fuck. Um, I had to stop. I had to stop my cum hug to write this email about the question of the advantages and disadvantages of being born with six fingers. Hmm. As a glass and moose beaten man with six fingers on one hand, I can Ooh. answer this puzzling question. We in the six finger community do not acknowledge a middle finger. Also, from experience, it is not an advantage in the fingering men, women, zim, and zers. But I believe it does add to the experience when you rub, rub, rub. Thanks, Water Champ and Christina, Machines Within. Please fuck my Triple D slut wife. Your boy from the Trans-Canada Highway, Sam the Rainmaker. Wow, he got a lot of them in there. That's quite the answer. You know what? I can't wait. Sorry. I keep thinking about those two uh, dorky newscasters. Is when our, the mommies reign the fury. On oh, on, on, on those Twitter, guys? like they have no idea what's about to happen yeah. to them. Yeah, no, they're gonna have some fun. I, I guarantee we have way more listeners than they do. Are you viewers. kidding me right now? <laughs> they have no idea what they just fucking did. I know. <laughs> Good, they're gonna fuck with the wrong people. Yeah, shit. yeah, you guys fuck with the wrong people, dude. Yeah, they're gonna have to. They're gonna end shit. up uh, shutting down their Twitter. <laughs> About to rain fury. Uh, the wet butthole research. Mm, okay. okay. Hey, mommies, I'm a regular shit to shower participant. Great. Do you do that, Joey? Oh, Diaz? I'm sure well, he does. I like to shit in the shower. Do, in the, in the shower. shower? No, no, no. Every once in a while, pieces fall out. <laughs> you're in there. You're overcommitted. Right? Yeah, true. yeah. But do <laughs> no. so you take a what shit? What do you mean? You're showering and then pieces of shit sometimes fall. Sometimes you take a sh- Sometimes you jump in the shower. Yeah. You wake up late. You're running late. You're not thinking. <laughs> and you're like, fuck, I'm supposed to take a shit before the shower. And you're like, what am I going to do? Dry off and go out and start from scratch? Yes. No. 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 You turn around, you dump that shit in, (laughs) and then you take a stick and you push it down the hole. Joey, no. Yes, I did. I've done it like three or four times. But on a normal. My wife caught me. My wife caught me one time. (laughs) Throwing a piece. 
Throwing, she caught you throwing a turd like back. One time she caught me with my hand throwing it no, into the toilet. Yes, she did. Oh, my God. I'm going to throw up. And, yes, she did. and she got upset? Yeah. She got She's really like, we're upset. done with that. Wait a minute. Yeah. But how do you shit standing? I've never. Just pop a squat, right? Pop a squat in the thing. And in hotels on the road, yeah. if they, oh, I'll take a good shit in the shower. I don't give a fuck. And it has like those four Jesus. things. Jesus. And the, the beauty of it is. The shower has the four things. So it's like when you were a kid and you had Play-Doh and you pushed the, sh- the shampoo bottle. Oh, this oh, is yeah. another level, bro. Yeah, bro. I don't fuck around. Especially no. in Vegas. I got that big shower in the presidential suite. Yeah. And they so, got that big hole. Oh, my God. God. Damn, On a dude. regular day, though. But I haven't done it in about 10 years. I'm going to lie. Yeah. It's, it's been about But if you take years. a shit on the toilet, do you wipe and then get in the shower or do you just take a... All right. Here's the day. <laughs> Remember a couple of weeks ago when the plane went down because the guy farted and it was really bad? <laughs> no. A couple of weeks ago, a, f- a flight had to go down because somebody farted and it was really bad. Okay. I had the whole explanation to that. Okay. I'm a morning shitter. Yeah. But I can't wake up and shit. I have to wake up, drink coffee. Yeah. Do a piece of nicotine gum. That gets the interior going. Yeah. Then I'll smoke dope. Then you smoke. Right. So I open the back door while I'm smoking. The shit starts coming out of me. So I'm smoking while I'm shitting. Okay. So that's that first really, really good shit of the fucking day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you go, and then I take a shower. My ass is tip-top magoo. Yeah. And I have no other problems. If, If I shit, it's maybe like at six. And before I go out, I'll take a shower to go to the comedy store. Okay. So that's that's that one thing. I'm a morning shitter. Who's a morning shitter? Oh, shit? strictly. Yeah. Okay. No, you're morning, noon, night, middle but of the night, all day. What happens if you day. Gonna, like that dude that got on the plane that day? Yeah. The plane had to be taken down at 10. I've been there because you got up at 5, you ate breakfast, yeah. but the Uber came before you could take a shit. <laughs> you walk into the bathroom at LAX, and it's a tornado of shit odors. Have yes. you ever walked to the middle of the men's bathroom? Uh, yeah. It's 10 guys shitting at once. Yes. Same in the women's. Yeah. And it's just, and you're like, I'm not going to take a shit on you. Then you have the oatmeal and you get on that fucking four hour flight. <laughs> and your ass, after two hours, listen, only an animal could shit on a flight. Yeah. I've done it a few times. I've never shit on I've a done flight. it for emergency shits, so not like a casual shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. If it's in a, I will hold it till it's coming out of my earballs. <laughs> yeah. Eyeballs before I shit on a plane. That's yeah. disgusting. Oh, it's gross. It is it gross. It really is I hate disgusting. It. <laughs> but they do the best they can because the suction pulls out the yeah. fart smell. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they do the best they can. So I what would, do you think happened on that that flight? He held it, he held it, he held it, and then you get those pre farts. Yeah. It's like when you're driving home. Yeah. You can drive home. You don't need to take a shit. Once your asshole processes the exit. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I know Once you're talking you're about. You're off Laurel Canyon. Yeah. But you hit Vineland. Yeah. As soon as your ass or your eyes connect with Laurel Canyon. Yeah. It's like two miles. It knows, Now, dude. once your asshole hits the ramp, <laughs> there's a magnet on the off ramp that pulls yeah. shit out of your ass. Think yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> because that first light, when you're going yeah. off that off ramp, yeah. you pray to God you go, Lord, if there's a, a fucking God, yeah. please don't let there be a red light there. Oh, my yeah. God. And yeah. there's always a red light because that, that magneto yeah. pulls that, that last bump. Yeah. Now you're at that light. Your foot's tapping. Think of that fart that comes out first. That the pre-shit fart is horrific. <laughs> yeah. You can't even tolerate it. You got the windows open. 
You got the air on. It's thick. It's warm. It's really, yeah. Uh, and once you go in, you feel it slipping out of your ass. And that's tremendous when you sit and that first 14 inches just drop. Stop. And you hear the water hit your ass and you're like, <laughs> and then yeah. you hear like little pieces like yeah, you plop, like you ever, plop, you ever go to a hot dog factory? <laughs> a what? You ever go to Sabret Hot Dog Factory? No. When I was in the CIE work study program that made us go there. That's what my asshole's like. When when you go to the Sabret factory, it's a hole in the floor. Mm-hmm. Like a f- six by six foot circle. And there's a bunch of Puerto Ricans with brooms. <laughs> all right? And there's three Puerto Ricans with bags of 80 pounds salt. Uh-huh. I'm, not, I'm not making this up. Okay? Why do they have to be Puerto Ricans? Well, they could be Hungarian. They only... I just didn't want to insult you. You know? So there's a duct. Uh. And out of that duct, Christine, it's all pieces of the cow and the pig that yeah. are not used. Uh-huh. Yeah. The hearts, the eyeballs. The gut, and you just see them coming down, blah blah blah, and it smells horrible. But then you see like three Puerto Ricans putting salt on them, and ten Puerto Ricans they sweep it into a hole, and that's where it gets processed and it becomes a hot dog. Oh, I love, uh, so I love hot dogs. Yeah. Not anymore. That's how the hot dog is processed. And that's how your asshole is. That's how your asshole is. Like it just, well, I don't know. I lost whatever thought I had. But uh, didn't you recently have a? Huge shit, you were saying? Last week when I came from New York, it was four days eating. For some reason, hmm. correct me, we take shits on the road, but they're not really good shit. I have to like disagree. You look at them and go, it's, it's like a, a nine incher. Yeah. It's not a lot. The but shit they, I take. When you get home. When I walk in that door. That's you. That's and I too. put that luggage down and I run to the back bathroom. <laughs> the shit I took was like a cane. When I flushed it, it you could hear the cane. Breaking like they had like a bone in the middle. <laughs> it was going, <laughs> and it finally broke, and it flooded, and I had to plunge it. And I, the next morning, I come back and I see my wife. She went and got a snake at Kmart because I'm always fucking that bathroom up. I fucked that bathroom up so good you can't take a shower back there. Really? Ah. Because sometimes the shower over floods. From the shit I'd take in that bathroom. She loves you so much. <laughs> no, yeah. but I, listen, when I pick that house, I pick a house because of the bathroom. Yeah. Everybody looks at living rooms and family rooms. Yeah. If the bathroom ain't proper, mm-hmm. you're not going to live right. Yeah. I want my bathroom, I need to spread my legs out. I want a window. Yeah. I want a CB radio. I want a <laughs> CB. I want a phone. I want my bath. I don't, no Playboy. I yeah. love my wife. No Playboy, no penthouse. Yeah. Books. I want. I want. I got. The, I like to, to. I got the bidet in there now. Oh, oh shit! That's a life changer, I got huh? The bidet in what there kind now. did you get? The tushy. That we got that one here, and yeah. the, the, the kitchen one. Yeah, it's but amazing. It, you put the hot water when the hot water hits you. Yeah, it's the best thing. And, the, and when you open up that thing, I mean, it really. You'll it'll leave you with nothing. You can eat off your ass. It's yeah. like it's like beautiful. Hose. Yeah, and you take some water. And then I, I I took a loofah. Yeah, you go to Bed Bath and Beyond. And you got a big loofah, you got a good one, but you cut it into little asshole loofahs. Oh, that's a good idea. I have an asshole loofah. Yeah. Every like 90 days, I change it. I'm sorry, and you wait. you take that loofah. I don't, wait, the, you, you dispose of it, one use and gone? No, like every two or three weeks. After the fucking, no, but. I don't understand. How are me. you washing it, Joey? Listen to me. You take the thing and you let the bidet, the tushy hit your ass, right? Yeah. And it takes all the chunks and fingernails 
and all the all the big shit that Cobwebs. comes out. Yeah. Then you take rolling pa- uh, toilet paper. Right. You wet it first, mm-hmm. and then you massage it, and this, it's clean. Yeah. Now to exfoliate the asshole. God. Yeah. Because that's what nobody does. Everybody washes <laughs> and wipes, but nobody exfoliates the asshole. Yeah. yeah. That is a take, problem. You take yep. the loofah, and you take the other one, and you just... You know, exfoliate that little asshole. Yeah. And later on, later on when you're driving, you go for a little drive. And when nobody's watching, you stick your finger in your ass and you scratch it. No, no. And it smells tremendous. (laughs) It smells like that little loofah, like that little clam. I bet you Joey Uh, has a really nice asshole. I I don't think so. You know why? Because I want somebody to lick it. Nobody's ever licked it. But if they're ready to lick it, we're I'm not going to like boat. it. I no, ca- no, I've been, no, I've been ca- look, stop. Can I say something? No decent woman, no woman that's going to bury your children is going to fucking eat your ass, yes, dude. Yes, they have to. Your they, wife is they, eating your ass on the rag? No. No, but she no, should. No, not since she But had she really kid. should. When we were dating, she had to eat my ass one time. If not, I can't marry you. You got to suck the ball <laughs> suck and just pick up that canal. And lick that asshole like no. it's a thank it's you. A, and you have to be drunk to do it. Like you're yeah. not gonna you're not gonna get a single woman to lick your ass unless she's a savage. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Woman, Pigs and, do that stuff. Anytime not. I've gotten a girl coked up, your asshole's the first one that gets licked. And they could smell like Newark. They don't give a fuck. Newark. <laughs> They're eating that ass like a, you know, listen, if I'm fucked up and you got good pussy and I bend you over to age 69, you'd eat your ass from behind yeah. and it's got a wang to it. You think I'm going to tap you and go, Christine? No. You got wang in your ass, I'm not going to eat it. I'm no. a soldier. I got to eat it with that wang. Yeah, I committed. Because right. he's a real commitment. I should have yeah, planned ahead like the guy that old Rocky Bunny. <laughs> Because we had a debate on this show that this guy was like, the only way I'm going to eat a girl's butt is if it's totally clean. It That's doesn't disgusting. smell. Yeah. It's like, That's I, disgusting. I said that really he doesn't it. love it then. He doesn't love it. No, no. I don't want to eat your pussy when you come out of the shower. Yeah. I want you to go See? to yoga. Yeah. I want you to come back from yoga with those little pubic hairs all squished. All right, is there a clip we can watch the yoga or something? Pants? <laughs> what? Stomach starting to turn. <laughs> <laughs> you want some guy to eat your pussy? We just went to, fi- we went to loofah in your butthole. Oh my God. To assholes, to oh, so people. Let's dirty. say you jog four miles and I'm you come s- back. What does that pussy smell it's, like? It's treachery. It's tremendous. It's, it's not. a little sweaty. It's, it's ugly. It smells like a gyro. You know that a little gyro. juice they put in the gyro? Right is it above, a gyro or a gyro? Whatever the fuck it is. Gyro. So right above the clit. Lincoln. I got to tell you this. What? So <laughs> this guy. Now you know why I don't join Lincoln then, because. <laughs> <laughs> Lincoln. Fuck, I agree with you on Lincoln. That's a fucking stupid. What is Lincoln? People send in some song submissions. You want to hear? Them? Yeah, yeah. So crazy, isn't it? And and machines within. So this guy <laughs> has been making, has been writing. Show him the original. Machines were thin. Machines were thin. I got a gun. I got a gun. Yeah, I got a gun. Terminator gun. Yeah, machines were thin. Machines were thin. T sixteen. T sixteen. T sixteen. One hundred percent. T sixteen. Machines were thin. Machines were thin. This is why I love your podcast. I know you find this shit. <laughs> so this guy. Wait, what do you think? What do you think of a song? Like, what do you feel? I don't even think that's a song. T-16. T-16. 100%. I don't know. I thought he was talking about his testosterone levels. T-16. T-16. Nice guy, you know. I'm going to fucking throw up. testosterone levels. But you can see where it's the kernel of, like, something good, right? Like, it could be a good song. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's on to something. Just don't tell nobody. Yeah. I remember I told the kid once, he pitched me a script. Yeah. And at the end, he's like, what do you think? I go, listen, 
that's a high level script, but don't tell nobody about it. <laughs> He's looking at me like, why? I go, because everybody will jump on it. Don't tell a soul about not a soul. Keep it. We're gonna work on it. It was that bad. <laughs> yeah, you have. It's weird when you talk somebody down from a bad yeah. idea. But this, like he said, there's definitely something here. Yeah. Uh, so this came in for a machines within take. <laughs> Metallica version. This is great. Machines within. Machines within. That's so good. Yeah, dude. It's good. <laughs> this is good. Very good. Dude, this is fantastic. Yeah. That's John Powers from New Hampshire. Wow. Joey likes it. Not bad, man. This is the same song, Joey. But Sounds see, good. we have, we have talented song. listeners. Well, the other guy didn't have a studio. Yeah, that's right. He, now, didn't, he didn't have access to the studio that day. That's right. Jason, <laughs> Jason from Sacramento did an acoustic version yeah. of Machines Within. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard it, but... We have some very talented listeners, musically inclined people, who will take the... Uh, the Colonel. I got a Terminator gun, much love, no hate. Let's have some fun. What's real, what's fake in this Terminator Matrix? Can't replay how many times I'm gonna say this. Machines within, <laughs> machines within. Wow. Got a T16, which means I win. Try to make my it's beautiful. And practice on my flow. It's a fight that might go on and on. Beautiful. It's very, very nice. I actually think that's that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so last week, the same um, artist submitted another song, or this guy. My introduction, my song I just made on Facebook, same it's called guy. Crazy, Isn't It? Well, here I go. I'll drop that verse for you. Crazy, isn't it? Crazy, isn't it? Drop that verse. Drop that verse. Got the knife. Crazy, isn't it? Got that knife. Crazy, isn't it? Crazy, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. So this is the same guy that was Wait. walking down the street, the same guy. Poor bastard. He must be a fan of Telemundo. He likes that fucking wrestling mask. Telemundo crazy, loves wrestling. Mask. They do. Drop that first. How crazy, isn't it? Innocent, innocent, crazy, innocent, incident, incident, innocent, incident, isn't it? So he did that crazy shit. And then people started sending in their versions my of that song. My introduction, my song I just yeah. made on Facebook, it's called Crazy, Isn't It? Well, here I go. Crazy, isn't it? Crazy, isn't it? Much love, no hate, much love, no This hate. is the old Firebird. That's a Hungarian organ. Yeah. That's the Hungarian organ. I think he's right. You're right. A little something for Christine. This is a... Uh, Produced my by R2. song I just made on Facebook, it's called <laughs> Crazy, Isn't It? Well, here I go. I'll drop that verse for you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy, 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 isn't it? Oh, it's good. Crazy, isn't it? Drop that verse. Drop that verse. Crazy, isn't it? All right, so you get crazy, the, isn't you get the vibe. Drop that verse. Drop that verse. Innocent, innocent. 
And then this is Innocent My Incident introduction, my by song Ricardo. It's made on Facebook. It's called Crazy Isn't It. Well, here I go. I'll drop crazy. Isn't crazy. Isn't crazy. Crazy. What's the doctrine? Cool in this place. In this place. In this place. Cool, cool, cool. In this place. In this place. In this place. So I'm the one that was the doctrine. It's terrifying. It's demonic, right? And there's a, a last one here. This is by Adrian. Trap remix. It's really my good. My introduction, my song I just made on Facebook. It's called Crazy, Isn't It? Well, here I go. I'll drop that verse for you. Yes, yes, yes. Drop that verse. Yes, yes, yes. You. Crazy, isn't it? Crazy, yeah, that's good. isn't it? Not drop bad, that man. First. Drop that first. Crazy. This one's my favorite. Crazy. I think I'm a fan of trap. I like the heavy metal. You like the heavy metal? That was awesome. Yeah, that's the guy from Maine. I don't want that one. Yeah. But some of these are good things. I don't want that one. That's forgotten. I think your theory has always been right. He just needs to be paired up with the right producer. Yeah. And that's what these initial passes are. This is the first round of producers that have stepped up. Yep. Next week, the week after, we're going to hear different variations on the song. Um, just so people know, <sighs> so for this whole week, uh, you can get 15% off uh, on my store. Go to merchmethod.com slash Tom Segura. <laughs> Use the code <laughs> CYBER15, C-Y-B-E-R-15. You get 15% off everything in the store. Just glass and bikes, um, machines within, uh, the, the Santa wears jeans hat. All that stuff. Uh, a couple people asked me about um, Machines Within Guy, um, about his shirt. It, he is is getting uh, um, money for it, so he's, we've reached out. Don't worry about it. He'll get. <laughs> he'll definitely have uh, a check coming to him. Um, but anyway, so go to the store. The only thing not going to be on sale is there's a charity sweater. Uh, it says uh, Santa Santa Claus wears jeans. And um, that all that money goes to uh, Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. So that's not on sale. But everything else is. Vinyl, all that shit. Vinyl's crazy. People crazy, love vinyl. Crazy, crazy, Vinyl. Um, vinyl. So um, I think that's about it, Gene. We have uh, one other thing here. And then it's time to go. Um, <clears throat> first of all, thanks a lot, Joey, for coming by. Thank yes. you for having me. Thank like you, Joey. I want to see the house and the baby. Yeah. He's a beautiful little boy. You guys did good. Thanks. He's a good kid. Um, somebody wrote to us. Uh, I went to the post office. As you know, post offices are fairly quiet for the most part. As soon as I walk in, I hear an older lady blaring church music through her phone hmm. while waiting to be called. When her number was called, she didn't turn off the music. She just set her phone on the counter Aww. while getting help by the employee. <laughs> All of us there were stunned. No one said anything. Hmm. Should someone have said something or let it pass? I really... I didn't really mind, but it was weird and uncomfortable. Thanks, Jesus Nicholas. I think you're insane. Yeah. If you're walking around playing music and then put your phone down and play music through it. I even think people are crazy walking around playing music when they're walking around out loud for everybody. Like, we all have to hear your fucking musical preferences. I think someone should definitely say something. I I've disagree. Been in, I've been in uh, waiting don't, rooms. Don't say anything to her. She's out of her fucking mind. Oh, well. You don't know what she's going to do to you. No, let her do it and just get on with your life. Those people have, are out of... She's on another fucking reality, dude. My respect goes up tenfold for people that say something in those situations. <laughs> I've been in a waiting room where somebody was on a phone, mm. and there's one of those office waiting rooms where it says, don't use mm. phone, and somebody else in the waiting room said, hey, get off of your phone. Mm. And I was like... <gasps> And the other person goes, excuse me? And she goes, don't you see the sign? Mm. It says you can't be on the phone in here. 
And so the lady was like, hey, um, I think I got to go. I loved it. I love all that shit. I too. love it, man. I get excited. <laughs> I won't say it. nothing unless yeah. it really affects me. But yeah. 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 When somebody steps up like that, I think it's the best, man. It's, it really gets me excited. Um, so go see Joey Diaz. He'll be at the Sacramento Punchline. You only have two shows left you can get into December 7th. Which and is six. Thursday. And yeah, Thursday and Friday, like the early the, show. The late show probably is, is yeah, what Yeah, one of them, one of them. So that'll be the A. Sacramento Punchline, uh, check out Diaz. Uh, Christina P., you can see uh, Mother and Fury on Netflix if you have not yet seen it. It's streaming on Netflix. She'll be in New York next few days. Not Yeah, shows, I'm doing can... the Stern wrap-up show on Thursday. So if you guys listen to That's that, I'm awesome. so fucking excited. I'm such a huge fan, and I, I can't wait to nerd out. Um, and then uh, she has her dates available at Christina P. Online. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's coming to Shark uh, uh, Lake Titties. Shark Lake Titties. Portland, Oregon. Yeah. And um, Pasadena and then Calusa. Calusa Casino. Casino which I think, uh, I think Diaz and I did that together. Yes. Oh, stop it. Yeah. Oh, we, uh, my no. favorite thing about well, he I had an edible with him before a flight, and I <laughs> lost my mind. And he was just talking all kinds of crazy shit. I thought I was going to pass out from laughing. And then we, we we did a Southwest flight together, and he goes, "Go sit by the window." And I go, "Okay, why?" He goes, "I'll sit by the aisle. There's no way someone's going to want to sit between two fat fucks." <laughs> and I go, "All right." <laughs> we said, right about that, that worked for all those flights. That's hilarious. And then I remember that I finally. Like started to come down off of this edible, and I was like, "Man, that was horrible. That was horrible." And I come down and I go, "I just I'm amazed at his tolerance." And I go, "I just can't believe how much you can tolerate." Like, I was really like having anxiety. I guess you don't. He's like, "What are you talking about?" I almost had three panic attacks on that flight. Oh my god! And I go, and I go, "Dude, you don't mind that?" He's like, "What are you gonna do?" And then we walk outside, and I'm like, "Thank God." I'm coming down. He goes, you want to smoke a joint? I go, I don't want to do anything. Oh my God, no. I don't want to do anything for a year. <laughs> yeah, he was just right back at Wait, it. Wait, how do you deal with the panic attacks? Because that's why I can't take a I lot of pot. breathe through them. You what? Breathe. Just breathe. Do you talk to yourself? Like, don't, like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. feel it and you're like, I, chill the out. The worst panic attack is if I eat an edible and I have to do something, run upstairs, or that's when I get panic attacks. Like something active has to be done? Oh, yeah, okay. But besides that, I'm pretty good. Yeah. Well, that's yours. So, okay. Do you do an activity? Do you ever, like, watch TV to calm yourself down sometimes when you're too high? I just go to sleep. Really? When I'm too high, I just pass the fuck out. Yeah. It gets to that level where you just went a little too deep. Just take a little nappy. I remember we got to Calusa. I still remember this. We got to Calusa, and they're like, do you guys want to go to the buffet? We were like, sure. But I still had that, like, after high... Where you know, you know you're not as hungry as you think you are because the weed is making you feel like you have munchies. Yeah. So I go to the, the buffet line and I come back with a salad because I'm trying to fight the feeling of just overindulging. I know I'll, right, I'll, I'll eat myself sick is what I feel like. So I I show up at the table and then Joey shows up and he's got like four plates of like all different treats and he's like, "Who the fuck are you?" And I go, well, he's like, you eating a salad? What are you, fucking Puerto Rican or something? Like, some <laughs> shit like that. Right. And I'm like, what? Hungary. I go, I don't want to eat crazy. He's like, go get yourself something to eat. Come back here with real fucking food. <laughs> and I go, okay. So I go back. You're fucking the points? Yeah. We fucked the points fuck the big points. time. That <laughs> Fuck the Weight Watcher points. We're too stoned. We're stoned out of our minds. 
Um, you're the best, dude. Thanks for coming. Thank we love you. For you. Thanks, me. Joey. Great podcast. Uh, I love the videos. I love your quirkiness, and uh, <laughs> I wish you guys nothing but success. You're, you're a great couple. So thanks, brother. Thanks. We love Thank you. you. Thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week. Santa Claus is black. How come you don't? Santa Claus like is Latino. Nobody. Santa Claus is Asian. Cray cray. Santa Claus is black. Santa Claus is Latino. Santa Claus is Asian. Santa Claus is black. Cray cray. Santa Claus is Latino. Santa Claus is Asian. Cray cray. Chop that first. Uh, uh, turn on my headphones. Flush things down our energy channel and out our root. It's helpful if we make a low sound. Santa Claus is black. Santa Claus is Latino. Santa Claus is Asian. Cray cray. It's important that when we're done and complete our sacred releasing ritual, that we close the energy energy center. Uh, Did you guys 69 and celebrate? How? 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 Oh my god. <laughs> Our sacred releasing ritual? Uh, uh, I'm proud of myself. Real moose soup? Sacred. I'm proud of myself. For the main mice. Santa Claus is black. Santa Claus is Latino. Santa Claus is Asian. Cray cray. Santa Claus is black. Santa Claus is Latino. Santa Claus is Asian. Santa Claus is black. Santa Claus is Latino. Cray cray.